This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Founded in 1984, Five Arts Centre is a pioneering force in the Malaysian arts and cultural landscape. And for close to four decades now, this trailblazing arts company has not only pushed the boundaries of creativity, but also served as a formidable platform for artists to voice socio-political concerns, to question norms, and to explore the depths of artistic expression. So under the stewardship of passionate artists and visionaries, including dancer Marin De Cruz, who is a founding member, and producer Jun Tan, the fo- Five Arts have consistently challenged the status quo, producing avant-garde performances that are both thought-provoking and transformational. As they approach their 40th anniversary, I'm catching up today with both Marion and June to discuss the past, but also to look to the future and what that might hold for the company. Welcome, ladies. How are you today? Hi, Juliet. It's good to be back in uh, BFM. I haven't been in for a very long time. In fact, I haven't been into this new place. So I thank know. you. Thank you for having us. I am so happy to have you here. It's lovely to see you again, Marion. I think, yeah, the last time we was in the BU8 office, more yes, than five years yes, ago. So yes, yes. it's good to have you here to talk about uh, the 40th uh, anniversary, upcoming 40th. So it's going to be in uh, January, right? The official anniversary. Next year, next year we turn 40. Actually, yes, when yeah. you were introducing us, it struck me that, you know, we were founded in 1984. And actually, I was in primary school at that time. Oh, dear. Just to She's put into to... context. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, this is when, control your this is when I, I say some things to my students and they go, teacher, we weren't born yet. And I go, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that too. It's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So but I learned to ignore it. Like, there are too many people who are not being born now <laughs> in my life. So just ignore no, So that. then I say... Yeah, like, kasihan you orang, you know, you were not born at that important time when this happened. <laughs> yeah, turn it back on them. I will irritate the both of you by saying I was two years old at the time. Okay. <laughs> All right, now that we've got that out. <laughs> I win because I'm going to be 70 in two weeks. Congratulations, we are so looking forward to that. And you look like you're 50, la, so no it's la, really, no as I told you just now, it's disgusting, la, very <laughs> upsetting, but never mind. Okay, we want to talk about Five Arts Centre, of course. Uh, Marion, can I start with you, of course? Uh, founding member, okay. can you share that story, you know, of, of how Five Arts Centre was founded, its mission, you know, back in the day when you guys started? Okay, yeah, I thought about that. I've been thinking about that a lot, you know, that that original, because, you know, I think certain things have come out about, started by, you know, visionaries and so on and so forth. So forth. I must admit that I was not one of the visionaries in terms of the company. Okay. So the visionaries really were Christian, Jit, and Chin San Sui, and also Redza Piedasa and KS Maniam. Um and I think in terms of I, the, the focus at that time was, the vision was, let's tell Malaysian stories. So now, at that time, in terms of English language theatre, uh, a lot of companies, most companies, except for very few, were doing the Western canon, Shakespeare, Ibsen, Chekhov. And so... You know, that was one of the things. We need to tell Malaysian stories. Now, I was much younger than these these four luminaries. They were already mid-career. People like Pia was more than mid-career, even Christian, you know. So they were already more than mid-career. Like they were up there already. And I was just starting out. Mm-hmm. But I guess the synergy... Sorry, Mary, can I just ask... Yeah. Like, um, how old were you then, actually? If you don't mind me asking. So, uh, in, 80, in 84, I would have been 50, 60, 70, 31. Mm. 31. Okay. And, you know, I had come back in 81 from London, US and all that. And then 82, I was doing my solo concert. 
The the kind of synergy was that so before Five Art Center was formed, I formed Marin de Cruz and Dancers. Correct. And people like Christian and Sansui produced my shows. KS Maniam stage managed a show at some point. When I look at some of the credits, really quite mind-boggling. So the synergy was that I was doing the Malaysian creativity thing. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at contemporary dance and I was just basically looking at how to create a Malaysian identity in contemporary dance by looking at what was existing in my body, my embodiment of dance, which was East and West and tradition and modernity. So that's where that's where I sort of came into the picture. But really I was I didn't have the the intellectual rigor of these these four men, the capacity. I would be there at discussions, but more as a listener than than anything else. So so it was it was them really. And I was really lucky to be sort of part of that journey, but not so vocal. I was just doing my work and mm-hmm. they were supporting my work. And then in 84, and Sansui was doing his work and Christian had just switched from Malay language theatre to English language theatre. So there were all these sort of energies and synergies coming together. But when the company was formed in 84, we had no idea or vision that we would last 40 years or wanted to last 40 years. <laughs> you know, it started in my living room and it was like, yeah, we'll do a couple of projects this year and then a couple of projects next year. And there was there was really not that kind of long-term vision until we hit our 10th anniversary. When we hit our 10th anniversary, that's when Christian said, okay, we need to gather people, we need to invite more people into the company, by which time we had a group of um, regular collaborators, and then we need to mark this 10th anniversary. At that point, then, the sort of longer-term planning, so 10th anniversary, there was a commitment to, you know, different things, and then 25th anniversary. So, yeah, but, you know, at that time, my God, you know, I, I, I wonder what they would be thinking right now. And I guess it'd be interesting to talk to Sansui, actually, like, about what he feels about those early chats in my living room and now suddenly and yet not suddenly we're 40 years old yeah and and sometimes you know at meetings and all, I'll be sitting and these guys will be there and I'll be like why are we still here <laughs> shouldn't we be like closing down you know <laughs> um but obviously not like you know but yeah so it's quite mind-boggling for me you know Mm. And that I've been at it for, I mean, for 40 years. I'm very thankful that I'm not at it anymore in the way that I used to, you know. Okay. I'm very thankful for the new generation, you know, Mark and June and Rinzin and Faik and Sam. And, and uh, if you look at the intergener- intergenerationality of the company, so we had four generations, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And in two weeks' time, we'll have five generations. Nice. So, yeah, that's also quite, like, it's mind-boggling. And we have an apprentice right now who is in her 20s. So we have 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Awesome. I mean, she won't be with us forever. But still, when I think of, we've got from Michal to me. Mm. Yeah, and in my next project, you know, Michal is involved and I'm involved and Janet is involved. And, yeah, so, yeah. 
Okay. And uh, for you, June, you know, when did, uh, we've spoken about this before, but I do want to hear that story again. How, how is it that you found your way to Five Arts Centre? Um, actually, Marion de Cruz was my teacher in, when I was doing my A-levels in a private college. Um, uh, and then I guess we kind of knew each other then um, and remembered each other. We had kind of impact on each other's life. And then when I went on the study, I came back and I invited my old teacher out for dinner. Um, and um, I suggested we go to Jala Imbi um, for this new crazy thing, this brand new like sushi on the conveyor belt, <gasps> which was such sushi a, king. Yeah, it was the in thing. <laughs> and of course, Marianne came and she was blown away by this <laughs> this performance. Young of person, performance young of sushi. people, new thing. <laughs> Firstly, she came. I mean, she came from Daman Sarah, so she's like, "What am I doing in B? Just like Timbuktu." So then there was the first intergenerational gap because who uses Timbuktu? You know, I was mm. thinking like, who uses Timbuktu? Like my grand-auntie maybe. Then, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it was very good. June has introduced me to a lot of lot funky of things. things. Huh? Yeah. Okay, okay, nice. Uh, Remember the burning the yeah. burning bush? Okay, carry on. And uh, then, um, oh, I'm a bit thrown off now by that memory. Um, then Maren actually, then I was saying, okay, I'm back after my studies and I was interested in actually what goes on behind the scenes of a show and she said, okay, you're assistant stage manager for this new show that we're doing. And I guess that was my, I didn't realise it was an interview and a recruitment, but uh, I got hired. Mm. Um, you impressed so, her with the conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is the modernity we need. Talk right? about, you know, performativity. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so the first production I worked on was as uh, stage manager, assistant stage manager for this fam- this production called Family. And it was set in an old, bung- old abandoned bungalow on Jantura which is now I think this um, next to the Japan Embassy which is a new condominium I don't know what it's called Mm -hmm. Um, but then for a young person then it was just a really exciting show because it wasn't in a theatre it was in an abandoned house Um, people came parked their cars uh, expecting to see a stage but no they were given like plastic chairs Mm -hmm. like if you feel like sitting down please sit down using these chairs and you are you, I mean, you carry your seat along with you. Um, and not only that, you get to choose what you want to watch tonight with this, um, the, the game. Tikam. Tikam, Tikam. Yeah, so they would choose the sequence of the scenes and which scenes get to be played. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking because I was uh, ASM, um, I had so much power because once they chose the scene, it was my job to kind of like arrange it. And also, if it rained that day, it meant like certain scenes had to be arranged differently. So I felt like there was also a lot of creativity, like backstage in making things happen. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the performers. Um, and actually, that project really helped me think about like, how I could contribute to the arts. Also, a very quick story. Um, the director of that show was uh, Christian Jit and Wong Hoi Chong. And I remember they were writing a proposal to Filio Bank, for sponsorship and I was in the five hours office uh, and I come from my job and I was working in the venture capitalist at the time so I came in wow the pa- June's passed okay. <laughs> and then um, uh, and then Hwai Chong just kind of showed me like the facts they wanted to do the facts machine my god the facts machine to go in facts you fax the proposal yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I used facts <laughs> press kits at 2am in the morning right. yeah um, and uh, I, I kind of read it and because it was my, I guess, my day job was looking at all these things, I said, like, why don't you arrange the kind of benefits that you wanted to give to Filio and call it, like, value-added pro- propositions? Mm. 
and he was really struck by that word. He was like, oh my God, that's, what is that? That's like, that's the key word, you know? <laughs> and for me, it was just a buzzword, right, at that time. This is the kind of late 90s. So we faxed it in, um, and he got a tremendous amount of sponsorship from Filio uh, Bank, Filio Allied Bank. And the next time I met Hoi Chong, he was just extremely grateful. He basically, fell down, like dramatically fell down on his knees and said, like, thank you. It's because of value-added propositions that we got this thing. And I then remember thinking, like, well, I can contribute to the arts in a different way. Like, I don't need to be a dancer, a choreographer or, you know, director. But there are other things that you can, you can do by bringing in from other worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. And okay, we just need to go for one quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about, you know, how the, the company has evolved, uh, you know, in the last 40 years. I'm speaking today to Marion DeCruz. She is the founding member of Five Arts Centre and Jun Tan. She is a producer and a member of Five Arts Centre. We're talking about the story of Five Arts Centre today because they are turning 40 in 2024. They are also, they're raising funds to help fund Five Arts Future. We'll talk about that after this quick break. Keep it here on Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Gillette Jacobs. In the studio with me today, Marion DeCruz, a founding member of Five Arts Centre, and Jun Tan, a producer and member of Five Arts Centre. We're talking about the story of Five Arts Centre today. They are turning 40 in 2024. Wow. Marion can't believe it herself, uh, even though she was there right there at the start. Uh, in your living room, you were saying, yeah? All in the, my living room. In your living room. So uh, we're finding out their story and we're also talking about some of their plans for the future. So um, for you, Marion, you know, um, looking back on these last 40 years, right, how would you say that, I mean, you guys have been known for your avant-garde and sort of experimental uh, performances, right? What would you say are some of your most memorable or innovative productions over the years? I think Family was one of the most landmark um, productions. Uh, and June has talked about Family a lot. I mean, it was, it was a producer's nightmare. I remember freaking out a lot quietly and like wanting to sort of kill myself because <laughs> you know I mean I mean the, the kinds of problems we faced that okay let's not say problems challenges were just like outrageous like you know the plumbing the cars getting stuck in the mud and having to get um, lorries with stones come in and put the stones in the mud so that the car, okay, you know I could go on and on and on okay but yeah it's it's it was quite landmark and people really remember it and people still um, talk, talk about, about it, it yeah, yeah. Um, it's called PTSD. <laughs> yes, yes, that's for yes, you guys. Yes. That's for you yes, guys. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, for me, that's PTSD. But there are several, actually, you know. I mean, um, I think the first one, Cord, was also like, you know, like, it was so curious for people. Like, who wants to see a play about the state of Indians, you know, estate Indians, written by K.S. Maniam, in 1984, mm. you know, so it's like, uh, what happened to Chekhov and Ibsen and, you know, all this? Okay, so so that also was like really curious um, for people. But we did very well. We packed it out. And, you know, this this the stories of the Indian diaspora, I feel, is a very interesting thing. So... That happened, and then we did Sandpit, and we did we did quite a bunch of KS Panim things and the KS Panim Festival and everything. But in terms of what's happening on what has happening on stage, you know, the the Indian the story of the Indian diaspora in this country has not been a major thing until Jagat, the mm-hmm. film Jagat. Jagat, yeah. Now after Jagat, you ha- we've had quite a few films, 
you know, by young Indian filmmakers telling the story. So films went on. And then over the last now, I think maybe four or five years, suddenly mm. the story of the Indian diaspora is getting on stage. So, you know, it, it it's like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, so those connections for me are, are very interesting. So, so the chord was very landmark. So many love, but okay, just off the top of my head, like, um, Earn Peace for me was, you know, that really went places. I mean, at that time, 1988, to have three urns on stage filled with water and then these people coming out of it was really bizarre. <laughs> and that was the time people were saying, ah, she's not a choreographer, you know, she's the emperor with no clothes and, you oh, know. Oh, no, yeah, did yeah, they yeah, say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, came out in the papers all, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I know who the writer is, but I won't mention names. <laughs> Um, but you know there were just let it go forty years. Yeah, yeah, let it go, yeah, let it go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then you know I was working with non-dancers, so, so that was interesting. Um, two minute solos was interesting, and two minute solos June was my muse because I had Aww. this I had this wacky idea of like oh I'm going to do this, and I talked to June about it, and June just said yeah let's do it, definitely just let's do it. And then we had a lot of conversations of how ding 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 ding, and also kind of a producer's not nightmare, but yeah la, quite challenging. Mm. Mm. And then the more recent works like um, Baling, mm. Baling, and correct me if if I'm right or wrong, uh, June, Baling I think toured seven countries. It's probably the most toured Malaysian theatre production. In the history of Malaysian theatre, I don't know, but also probably, know, yeah. probably, but seven countries. No, we did eleven cities. Eleven cities. Yeah, I think we did eleven cities for Baling. But uh, right now we are touring a notional history. Yeah, exactly. And that's more than Baling. Also, that, that's yeah. more, than, more Baling. than Baling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so those works, Rinzin's, you know, Rinzin's work. So, of course, for me, the ones that are more memorable, the ones that I was producer with, you know, Janet's work, Swararimba was just, you know, a nurture was really scary because we performed in flats all over KL and mm. keeping 25 children safe. Oh, I could tell you some stories about that. Um, not on air, but yeah. Okay, all right. So mm. there are quite a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for you, June, you know, you've, uh, you know, Five Arts have been involved in a lot of social and political issues, right? How do you think those sorts of themes uh, interact with the work that Five Arts Centre does? Yeah, actually, it's um, such a difficult question because, you know, there's so many productions that we do. Um, but I think that what we've always been interested in is, is creating like a live performance, mm-hmm. something that is very immediate for the audience. Um, and, you know, that has, you know, from Marin described all the shows, um, but recently, also, we've moved into more like infrastructure stuff. Okay. So, we are the secretariat for this coalition called Reform Artsy, which is looking for change in uh, culture policy, change in art policy. So, uh, we're trying to gather people, gather facts, and get a research to actually try and propose something to the government. And that's just a lot of groundwork and research that's being um, carried out right now. Mm-hmm. And also, get, trying to get people on the same page. Um, which is always challenging like, for A, Malaysia, and B, for Malaysian artists, you know? <laughs> so, um, also, I think we've expanded in terms of not just productions as projects, but discussions, forums, workshops, mm-hmm. seminars, uh, conference, one big conference, two publications. So over the 40 years, that's, there's really been a, 
expansion in the type of projects okay. and the number of projects, but the type rather than show, 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 you know, it's really very rangy now. So I would say that the company now is rangy in every possible way, in the work, in the content, in the people, in the ages, and from, and and in the number, we have 13 people as part of a collective. That's very difficult. Mm. So one decision at a meeting can take a long time. But I think it is that the commitment to the voice of the collective, which is so difficult, but it's also for me one of the most special things about mm. five hours. People ask me, how, did, how, you know, how, why have you all survived and everything? And, and what, that's one of the, my answers is that it's the collective, you know, it's, it's the tough love of the co- collective. <laughs> collective. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It is tough love. It is tough love, you know, it's like, oh. And you want to talk to me a little bit about who make up the collective now? Because like you said, there's a whole range of people, different backgrounds, different, not all performers, isn't it? Uh, yeah. June, yeah. Actually, I was just thinking about when we were talking, Marin, like, uh, although very rangy, um, I feel like there is one commonality um, and this shared belief that we have about difference, about multiple, yep. about the space for that. Um, and uh, about, you know, challenging our own critical thinking. Uh, and in fact, like, you know, not holding on to maybe old beliefs, but really trying to figure out what is the situation, what are things, and to really think deeply about these things. Um, and I feel that is really the singular uh, uniting thing. So yeah. you might be very different. We look very different. We are very strong characters and tough love I call it productive tension <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah actually Mark called it and I'm, I'm stealing it um, um, but there is of course you know differences right yeah, yeah. Um, with any family mm. you know back mm. to the yeah. production which I started and even the idea of I feel like Five Bites is a type of family and in your own family also it's always not it's, yeah. it's not a bed of roses every time of course the other ones that um, annoy and hurt you the most, but also the ones that you love the most. And support you, you most. also. Mm. They are the ones who will support you also the most. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can just give a very quick story about how that time that we were invited to a festival, um, not in this country, and um, we had some p- potentially controversial figures that we are going to invite to perform on the show. Um, and then we got an email from the festival director saying that um, it'll be best, you know, like suggesting that we should pull out this person. Okay. Uh, I was producer for the show, I was director. So we had a, a chat about that, which lasted like whole 50 seconds because we were like, you know, if they don't allow us to allow this person, we're not doing the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we were just, me and him were like clear about it. Okay. And then he, of course, being a very good boy, said like, hey, we should ask Collective also lah, because you are going in as five arts. So if we pull out, it might ruffle some feathers. So I said, okay, okay, we'll ask the Collective. So we just sent this email. And I, of course, rolled this in my eyes when I sent email because like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you send email to like 14 very busy people. Uh, and then two will, one will very fast reply. And then <laughs> the rest will yeah. trickle in and then everybody else get. But this the emails just came flooding back in like one after another in succession. Go for it, guys. Do what you need Absolutely. to do. We're behind you. Pam, 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 pam. And I never saw five hours work so fast before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just coming together. It's like, no, yeah. we believe in this. We believe in you. Yeah. This is what we want. You, you want know? us? So, yeah. You mm-hmm. take the whole package. 
But she was asking about, I think she wants the names of the 13 people. Was that what no, you were? Well, I mean, no. just, just can, they can of, go to the website. Okay. <laughs> just sort of the yeah, range yeah. of expertise or, you know, uh, because it's, you've had uh, new members join quite yes, recently, yes, yes, isn't yes. it? So it's seen some, I mean, it's seen its changes throughout the years, of course. So, yeah, what, how would you describe your core members, uh, or your core team at the moment? Uh, we've got, we've got performance makers in, in dance, in, in multimedia, in music, in, yeah. And then we've got creative producers, We've got finance people. We've got lighting designer who is also like a, like, you know, when we were doing the renovations for the new studio, you know, consultants. We've got, uh, we've got like, and James, yeah. activists. Yeah. We've got and James who has been in the most five arts productions, if one wants to do an inventory of who's <laughs> been in almost every five arts production, not every lab, but... Um, yeah, uh, and and I love that. And I, and I asked that. We've got the wise ones. The like, wise ones, you know, the, I mean, in in the older ones. What I mean is, I don't want to call them old okay. wise ones who are still active. Like Ivy, right? You know, right now is much more active in five arts right now than she was say ten years ago. So people have like, uh, in terms of their activeness in five arts, have been in and out. Mm. You know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah so and I love that because, I mean, again, going back to your point earlier, June, you know, it's, you know, there's so many different things that you can do in an arts collective, mm. isn't it? It's not just, you don't need to just be a performer. There's so many different yep. things that you can contribute and so many things that you need to make an arts company last for 40 years. Lah. And, mm. and I love the fact that all these different people with different backgrounds were so attracted to the work that you did and to the collective and have, you know, stuck around for how many years has it been, June? For myself? Yeah. Or, oh, gosh. Like over 20 years. Family like. was when? Huh? Mm. 1999. I was a then, but it was... No, yeah. 1998, sorry. No, about 23. I mean, I met, yeah. I joined... The okay. first work that I did was in 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Also, yeah, also, I think it's the, the diversity is also related to, like, our individual growth. So I think it's very important, like, Five Arts tries to be a platform for artists. Mm. Um, and artists, of course, you go to different stages, phases, like any growing person. Um, and so I think the collective allows that kind of space. Mm. Um, so if someone says like, oh, maybe we should do a book or maybe we should, you know, um, stage a, a reading of the transcripts, you know, or and it's not like, oh, Mary, are you going to come out and again? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to do that? Like, shall we repeat that? No, so I don't think we want to hold uh, artists to like a particular stage. Mm-hmm. In there. So we're quite open about growth, um, and I think the collective provides that support system for people yeah. to go on their own trajectory. Mm-hmm. And I feel this is very important for not just artists, but anyone, I think, in your career or in your life, you know, to, re- to really recognise that we are quite crazy human beings and we are so unpredictable and things happen and change in our lives and you have to allow space for that. Yeah, it, that's exactly what um, I had an interview this morning and she asked me, What's the be- in the arts, what's the best thing that's happened to you, you know, in the last however many years? And I said that, I said, you know, that Five Arts has given me space, you know, creative space, mental space, physical space, to just do the work that I want to do and has supported. And some of this work has been less than good. Like some of it has been really bad. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I, I'll be the first to say it. But, you know, to just take these crazy ideas that I had and go, yeah, 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 okay, let's try it out and see what happens and allow for that 
that that growth and that experimentation and to allow for failure. I mean, failure is like a very old fashioned word. What, what is the meaning word? What is the meaning of a work that is successful or failure? Mm. But but you know, for want of a better word, that to allow the experiment to happen and to allow it to go. Mm, yeah, maybe this was not so mm. interesting after all. But then the process is a very learning experience, you know. So, yeah. And collaboration has been, I mean, I've, I've been for many of your performances and it's not just, uh, there's a lot of collaboration also with like artists from Singapore, for example. There's been a lot of collaboration and a lot of collaborative works. You want to talk to me a little bit about that as well and why that's important for Five Arts? Um, I think we enjoy kind of, meeting new approaches and coming to, you know, face like different situations. Um, and I think the further we are from our, what we are familiar with, mm. it's kind of more exciting. Mm. Um, so that I think is mostly the basis of like why we want to start a potential collaboration besides the initial like spark and chemistry um, that you have with other artists and other practitioners. Um, and I think collaboration is something that we do on a daily basis, actually. Um, yeah. And because we have um, interns and young production assistants that come into our office and work on our shows every year, we are finding more and more like ways of new ways of working. I really sound like an old person when I say this. <laughs> I mean, you never hear them. Oh, you are working with five hours. They really teach you know like new ways of like. <laughs> yes. um, but I think that's really. Um, like a fluid environment where you actually get to see new inputs and it's always very exciting. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that we seek like, and, we, and we look for and we make it a point to try and get a diverse range of, of interns from all the different, different local in institutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, th I think the collaborations thing, you know, it, it's different reasons why people collaborate. You think, oh, you know, I'm going to do this, you know, and I need a person to do this or who then you know you kind of do your research and you go oh okay this person might be interesting I don't know this person well but you know I'm just going to take a chance and ask that person and see whether you know they're mm. interested and that is one and then you know some then there's also like a a group of regular collaborators that we're all you know constantly working with uh, set designers so it it's also depends on the person who is seeking that collaboration and what is the intention and which way that, that intention goes. And collaborations are very tricky. They're not smooth. They can be very, very cantankerous and they can be very like, oh God, why did I ask <laughs> this person to do this, you know, with me? Like, can I just like... It's too late, I'm a member of Five Arts now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I've, you know, I've done like collaborations, co-choreography and stuff like that. You kind of go like, hmm, okay. But it's you win part. some, you lose some, you know. But yeah. it's not lose, like, again, it's all part of the process, yeah. Okay. One, I think we're very into process also in some ways. Mm. What, what would that process be? It's different. Whatever the process is for uh -huh. making the work, mm -hmm. that process is the, the most, for me, the most fulfilling Mm. And the most, the greatest learning experience. And right from the beginning when I was doing stuff, the day I bump into theatre, I'm like, oh, I just want to get it over and done with already. Okay. But it's that process that has fed me. And now, then as an artist, you just want to finish it, you mm. know. So, mm. and I'm still like that. Just, maybe like it's that. like searching for the kind of methodology and figuring out as mm. you go and along. And fine tuning and yeah. finding new things. 
But once the work is made and then you're going to put it, you still can experiment and do some funny things on stage. But, you know. For you, the magic yeah. is before that. Love but before yeah, the magic is in. definitely before that. Is yeah. that the same for you, June? Uh, I kind of tend to be the more like the most product oriented person oh. <laughs> yeah. because I'm the producer yeah. um, so for me the the process is really for the artists uh, and I kind of don't really want to get involved with that because <laughs> I just let them sort it out lah, you know you're the producer lah, correct, right? correct. Yeah. Okay. but um, it's, yeah, I think being a producer is, is like when to you kind of like pat them on the back and when to kick them and mm. a good producer knows the difference when to do it um, mm. so the process part is pat on the back <laughs> so mm. then when nearer to show is like kick them in the butt and like enough of this process let's just put yeah. a show right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, <laughs> one more quick break, ladies. When we come back, let's talk about the future. Let's talk about plans, uh, you know, for 40 and beyond. I'm speaking today to Marion De Cruz. She is the founding member of Five Arts Centre and Jun Tan, a producer and member of Five Arts Centre. Uh, Five Arts Centre are turning 40 in 2024. So we're talking about their story. We're also going to find out more about their plans after this quick break. Keep it here on Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. In the studio with me today, Marion Cruz and Jun Tan. Marion is a founding member of Five Arts Centre. Jun Tan is a producer and member of Five Arts Centre. We are, you guessed it, talking about the story of Five Arts Centre <laughs> as they turn 40 in 2024. Uh, they are doing some crowdfunding uh, in, in anticipation of that. Uh, we're going to ask you uh, ask them about that in a little bit. So I just want to talk about, um, yeah, you know, in just this last sort of few questions, just what are your, I, I no immediate plans perhaps, but, you know, some of the things that you have sort of lined up uh, in the coming months and years. I know, Marion, you've got a production coming up pretty soon. Uh, and I guess, you know, is there like a, is there a conversation about, you know, what do we do now, 40 and beyond, or you're just kind of going to go with the flow? What What is it for you guys? Well, there's a lot of conversation going on. We've had um, meetings and we had a kind of a reflection day where we, you know, look back to be able to look forward. Where we got somebody on the, you know, outside who knows five arts but is a bit more neutral to come and run that for us. Nice. So and and yeah, we've been talking about all kinds of um, because yeah, forty is is big. It is something to to mark, and it is something to mark well and to mark in a significant way, not necessarily big, but significant. So the fundraising is part of the whole thing that, you know, we want to raise funds for for operations, for projects, for expansion, maybe, you know, get a little bit more space. You know, we, we were spoiled for 23 years in Tamantun where we had a lot of space. Mm. And now we are in GMBB, we have much less space. Although, you know, we're making it work and it is working well and it's got quite a few advantages over the, the Tamantun space, especially in terms of LRT accessibility for young people. Um, so there are all these things. And then we've talked about, oh, you know, we should do a festival. We should do a big festival. Uh, no, we should do a small festival. <laughs> no, we should do the, not the festival festival. We should do an alternative festival because, you know, so these these things are being aired. You know, I think the Balai used to do, not the Balai, not the yes. Balai, other somebody else used to do. The not the not the Balai festival, not, not that Balai festival, not that Balai festival. Yeah. yeah. So we've been talking a lot, and um, I guess in the next few months we will consolidate these ideas and have a, a brainstorming session to sort of plan out 
um, what the activity will be for the year. And I think it will include discussions, it will include um, um, not just performances, you know, but various kinds of uh, projects that look back, look forward, yeah, look at new, look anew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's my feeling, yeah. Okay. And June? Yeah, also like turning 40, you kind of realise that, um, like it or not, you've developed a, a model, you know, like a, a way of working or a kind of management model for how do you sustain um, sort of art, art shows, art events from a collective for 40 years. Mm. And um, I, I feel that we should not discount that because, um, in, you know, Catherine Rowland once said that it's so weird, like it's almost as if the arts is floating in the sky, right? Because there's no support for it coming from the government. This year's budget is very good. Thank you very much. Um, but previously, you know, very little, there's so little arts education in our national education. Everybody's thinking about the Anklong session that you have and the potato printing. <laughs> oh, yes. But, you know, that's kind of <laughs> oh, the extent of arts education. Like, you know, um, so although I must say we're doing good work in Aswara. Yeah. yeah, a little plug yes. there for Aswara. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yes. primary and secondary school. Yeah, a bit like absolutely. A bit of a desert. Yeah. So, how do uh, how do you decide to be an artist, mm. and then basically have a career as an artist? Uh, and in Marin's case, really, you have been life a lifelong artist. Um, Ish. I mean, you know, at, at one point I was teaching English and triple one nine dance, and general paper. Weren't you dancing by the bus stop? Yes, the, yeah, dancing so. from the age of six. Right, so yeah. always. So, and you've managed to make a career being in the arts. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, uh, from you know time that you were growing up, which is like I don't know before the war or something. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, before World War One, <laughs> not just before the war. Wow, World War One. You know? Before and then, the internet, <laughs> Marion. Wow, <laughs> and we're moving into World War Two, uh, three now. So you know, um, two yeah. World wars. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Quite happy to um, be in uh, that position. <laughs> um, so this this model of working, which is a mix of getting funding sources, which is a mix of um, paying ourselves very badly, um, mm. but be able to find a way of supporting our our lives, uh, also find a way of working with uh, artists who. Uh, are challenged in their own ways in terms of resources and maybe upgrade of skills or getting access to stuff. Um, that's always a challenge too. But there is a model of how it worked. Mm. Um, it you cannot say whether it's the is a best model or it could be better. I mean, I, I can't say because this is a situation and we've we've made it. You know, we've done it and um, using it's what we've had. It's quite a complex higgledy piggledy model. Because when June talks of a model, you know, you know, my mind is very clear. Yours very clear. You know, there's a clear model. But for me, it's yes, there's a model. It's very complex. It's very higgledy piggledy. It's like a mind map. But yes, it's a model. And it's worked. I mean, the bottom yeah. line, yeah, right. correct, yeah. which includes like the management of you know a rehearsal space, which is rented out, also as a performance space, which also includes touring, which includes like publication, archiving, uh, which includes like also getting new people, young people uh, involved in programs. You know, we're trying also to nurture the younger arts managers and the younger arts practitioners and people who just want to stage stuff. So, in it is a model, right? It's a almost like a mini ecosystem of how things you know can be so um, maybe it's also turning 40 so you know we're trying to articulate that 
mm-hmm. in the different different forums that we'll be having. Yeah. You know, I, I foresee maybe uh, a producer's workshop coming up, you yeah. know, uh, in in July next year, maybe. Um, Maren's hearing this for the first time. But <laughs> Sorry, what? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think uh, stuff this, like that, you know. Like, I mean, yeah. and, and I want to repeat one of my projects, which now you're going to hear for the first time. <laughs> I uh, love it. Exclusives you know, right here. Do, did you know that we are both members of Five Heart Centre? <laughs> no, people have been asking me to repeat a project that I did in 2006 called Choreography for Non-Choreographers. I remember that, yes. And I've been thinking, yeah, mm. I should repeat it. It's worthwhile to repeat it. Yeah, yeah, so I think I don't know. I know you guys want to explore new things, but I feel like this newer, younger generation of audiences would love to see some of the some pre- of that. Yes, yeah, some yes, of the older yes. things. I'm I'm just saying from a selfish point of view, the <laughs> things that I missed, I would also love to see as well. Yeah. I didn't see family. We have mm. yeah. we have talked about that as well. Yeah, yeah. something. To and consider. people have been asking me to restage this and restage that and restage that. So yeah. I think maybe. it should be part of the 40th year plans, yeah, Could maybe, be, huh? Might be a bit difficult for Marin to come out and earn at this uh, stage. No, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't, how dare you, you? I wouldn't say that. But like, you know, I have, I have, yeah. fantastic, lived to two world yeah. wars. Okay, and before, <laughs> I have, before the and I've lost internet. I've lost a lot of weight, and now that <laughs> you can fit into that, I can't fit into the because you can't find the big ones anymore, when, right? You can because <laughs> now everybody is using those giant right. urns in hotels and condominiums. Okay, when I was doing it, it was very hard to find the giant urns. <laughs> But um, I have a fantastic idea for a repeat of Maria Zaitun, and I know who I want, but Mm. we won't say that. I'm very excited. I'll tell you later. Okay, okay. (laughs) Mix of old and you. Okay, now very quickly, I also want to find out about the crowdfunding that you guys are doing. Jim, you want to just tell us about that? So this is something new for us. We started, uh, it's our first time going into crowdfunding. Uh, We have basically two avenues for this. One is, please go to our website and you can donate. Um, It's a little strange because we are not going for a particular show or event, but we are um, seeking help to actually maintain our operations. As you can see, we're quite a diverse bunch of people that, you know, wants to support uh, diversity and inclusivity. So we need help in maintaining that. Um, So we are looking for help in operations, looking at uh, upgrading our technical um, equipment in the studio, Um, also running the space. Right now we have a space in in GMBB, which we, during the pandemic, we had something called Open House, Mm -hmm. which was, we let it out for free for people because we felt it was very important at that time for people to come together after being isolated for so long. Um, So I feel like that space really is, has a chance to be quite a, you know, a pulse for, you know, the Bukit Bintang area. So um, we want, we are seeking help to kind of push for that. So that's crowdfunding on a website. And then the part two is you can also go to uh, Malaysia Kini's crowdsourcing mm-hmm. site called sokong.my mm-hmm. where you can give a one-off donation or you can actually be a regular contributor to uh, Fiverr Centre. So it has an automatic deduction of like, I don't know, between 30 ringgit at any amount, like uh, every quarter. So a year you'd be, you'd be giving us like $150, but that's like automatically deducted from your credit card or something so you don't have to think about it which I think is great so you can be a long-term supporter of um, Five Arts and we really hope for that yeah we, we just want to thank uh, friends and supporters and fans and who have already contributed to the crowdfunding mm-hmm. so you know just a shout out to 
Thank you yeah, very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. 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 Very heartfelt. Yeah. And it's a, it's a two-month crowdfunding campaign, right? It's right it, has start, it started on the 12th of September right up till the 12th of November. Did yep. I get that right? Yeah. So we have one more month to go. So uh, we still are looking for donations and support and help for our uh, website. So, I mean, it's on a, the information is on our website. You'll yeah. be banking it straight into our account. Um, and then uh, someone from the office, normally it's Mark, who will send you an email. Just kidding. I mean, no, no we've, got, we've got a structure. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in goes but it's yeah. their receipt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah, all right. Okay, mm. so and, and mm-hmm. also in terms of so that's the crowdfunding, but we've also been doing other funding strategies to, you know, some of the usual suspects for for grants and things like that. So it's a it's a multi pronged. Um, fundraising strategy over the next few months. Yeah. yeah, and we do want to shout out also, not just to the public and friends who have been really great in helping us, but also to corporate sponsorships yeah. who have, you know, over the years been trying to find out more how they can support the arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been in a quite a long-term relationship with Yaya San, Sam Dabi. Absolutely. And we, we both have learned a lot from this relationship. I mean, they also are going through the whole arts ecosystem and a very strong stakeholder right now. They have a festival with CalPAC, mm-hmm. I think once every two years. Um, and they have emerged to be one of the strongest supporters of the arts. Uh, so other arts organisations out there, please think about applying also to Also Astro to and ISD. Credo Foundation have mm. uh, helped us, especially with the Christian Jet Fund, which is 18 years old this year, Amazing. believe it or not. Yeah. And I've got the stats here, provided over 600,000 ringgit in seat funding to 84 artists yeah. in Malaysia. And that number goes up this year with another five, so mm. that'll be 89, yeah. Yeah, so this is a shout out to all, like, maybe, like, um, second board and main board listed companies who, you know, have some <laughs> yeah. excess funds and they, and they think, like, <laughs> oh, how, can, yeah. how can I support the arts in a long-term, meaningful way? I feel like Five Arts has shown that it can be done, um, and we want to encourage that, like, more companies to, to get involved, you know, mm-hmm. and support the arts. Um, the government is slowly waking up to this, I feel, which is yeah. also very good. It's better to be awake than not. Um, and so, I think private funding, you know, you know, now's your chance lah also yeah, to do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And of course, uh, just head to the website uh, to find out more. So that's fiveartscenter.org uh, slash donate if you want to head to the donation page or head to, uh, what was it, Sokong, right? Mm-hmm. Sokong on Malaysia Kini uh, to do uh, to donate. Looking forward to the next uh, the next few years and what's going to And gonna we'll come- be checking, you know, half an hour after the show to see the numbers just go up, up, yes, up, up, up. For sure, we, that's going to happen. So, uh, listeners, you know, you've heard uh, from both Marion and June, do head to fiveartcenter.org slash donate if you'd like to help out. Do follow them on social media. That's the best uh, best place, yep, right? Yep. To find out what you guys are up to. Marion, June, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Juliet. Absolute pleasure. I was speaking to Marion De Cruz, a founding member of Five Art Centre, and June Tan, a producer and member of Five Art Centre. We were talking about uh, Five Arts Centre turning 40 in 2024, how we can make sure they get to 80. Uh, so, yes, just head to that website. Yes, Marian, two world, you've lived to two world wars. You know, what's another, yeah, what's another 40? What's years? another world war, right? <laughs> um, but if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash learn. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.